Welcome, Carol. Well, welcome to Listening Prayer this morning, which is, it is Wednesday morning, the 22nd of Feb. So, Father, we just commit this morning to you. We are so thankful for what we see you doing around the world. Lord, open our eyes, open our ears, open our hearts to understand, Father, that which you have for us. Lord, as we look at Psalm 51 this morning, speak to us, Lord, speak to us. Guide us, lead us, and direct us in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's uh, let's get into this. Um, <clears throat> I'm conscious that when we do popular world psalms that, you know, you may have read again and again that uh, we can come with an attitude, well, God, I've read this before, but come with a, um, a, a posturing of God, my heart is open to hear from you. So Psalm 51, for the director of music, a psalm of David, when the prophet Nathan came to him after David had committed adultery with Bathsheba. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion. Blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justify when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Cleanse me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I'll be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness that the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I'll teach transgressors your way so that sinners will turn back to you. Deliver me from a guilt from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, you who are God, my Savior. And my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice of God is a broken spirit and a broken and contrite heart. You, God, will not despise May it please you to prosper Zion, to build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then you would delight in the sacrifices of the righteous. In burnt offerings offered whole, then bulls will be offered on your altar. There's so much in this psalm. <laughs> There's so much in this psalm. Okay. We've got a few more. Verity, Megan, Roberta, Jackie. Welcome. And the song today. Is the Battle Belongs by Phil Wickham.
the battle belongs to God. Hey, <laughs> there's such a great comfort to, to know that. Welcome, Stuart. Welcome, Jane. Well, let's go into our 20 minutes of silence. So we'll be back about 6.30. See, the question I put was, Lord, is there anything that you want to speak to me about that needs forgiveness? You know, sometimes there's sins that we don't even know, (laughs) you know, but there's something that God wants to speak to us about. But, you know, just even as you read through the passage, there might be something that just... um, stands out to you and just stop and ask God a question around that as well. Okay, bless you guys. We'll see you back at 6.30. Well, welcome back, everybody. Verity, let's uh, let's kick off with you today. Thanks, Liz. Um, the very first, let's see what verse it is, verse one, actually, talking about unfailing love and great compassion. And I sense the Lord stopped me right there because compassion has come out lots in the last few months, in lots that I was reading. I know he said this to Stuart a couple of days ago. Look, there's that word compassion. So I said to the Lord, what do you want to say to me about that? And he said, I really sense this is what he said. Ask, seek and knock until I give you my heart of compassion. Ask me to give you, give to, sorry, ask me to give, sorry. Ask me to give you an overflow with my compassion and my love. This you need as you reach those who do not know me. Only what I can give, not of yourself. And I really sense that that's what I need to ask the Lord, to keep seeking the Lord so that I get his compassion and his love because it's so easy to say, oh, I love others more than I love myself, but when you really look at it, do you? And do you comp- have that compassion when you pray for them for anything? Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been challenged on. Very, I love what you've done there. God has highlighted something to you in the passage, and so then you've had a conversation with God about this. Mm-hmm. He's saying, you know, he's, he's pointing it out, and then you say, okay, God, what are you trying to show me here? Mm-hmm. But then he gave you instruction. About yeah. that as well. Is it yeah. like that's just the incredible part of God in this? Yeah. Let's have this conversation with Him. So yeah. may God give you that heart of compassion. Mm. For yeah. Amen. And, and that you receive the compassion of God yourself. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Uh, Carol. Okay. Um, what really, right, two things. So I guess. Um, Right, in verse um, 5, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. And I'm probably, I don't know, wearing the statement from my parents that I was born to look after them in their old age. Um, And God in his mercy took them both at age 70, Um, you know. So I I guess that always comes through and probably I need to keep forgiving them. Um, But the second thing was um, 
in verse 12, it said, um, and take me with a willing spirit. Um, yeah. No, I've lost it. Um, yeah, restore to me the joy of right, Restore to me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. And I thought, you know, sometimes the Lord's been the Lord has been speaking to me about loving him with my whole heart. And um part of that is having a willing spirit to do what he wants me to do. Yeah. Asking for that willingness is key, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's good, Carol. May God grant that to you. Sue. What struck me like a sledgehammer that was just... Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. And so I said, Lord, what happened in the womb? But, and, and I repented on my behalf of what happened in the womb. But then when Carol was talking about the verse before and the need to forgive her parents, and I thought maybe there's something I need to forgive my mother um, for what happened in the womb because um, I've sort of never had a really good relationship with my mother. So that was, that's something I'll have to work on. But the other thing was what God does. He blots out, he washes away, he cleanses, he creates in me, he renews within me, he delivers with me. And what came to me was I tried to do things my own way, like God revealed to me to repent of trying to do things my own way and in my own strength because it's God who does it. And particularly it says you know, I try to be joyful, but it says, let me hear joy and gladness. And the other thing I try to praise God, but it says, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. So um, my need is to rely on God in everything that I do. Mm. Yeah. The, um, Verse 5 and 6 were very insightful for me. You know, surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. They said, you desired faithfulness even in the womb. And, but then he says, you taught me wisdom in that secret place. And just like there's obviously God's doing an awful lot in that womb and stuff is happening. It's very encouraging. But so thank you too for putting out all the action words that God is doing for us in this passage. It's very incredible. Thank you. Uh, Jane, let's let's go to you. Hello, everyone. Um, so the first thing that came to me were those words of that song, the battle belongs to you. And then I asked the Lord if there's something, you know, I needed to confess. And um, he said, don't, don't doubt my love for you. And then the words came to me from, Revelation, I think, um, where even, and your enemies will bow down before you, declare that I have always loved you. Then after that, I got the words from one John, for we have known and relied on the love God has for you. 
Um, and so, yeah, I also relate to what the other ladies have been saying too about the compassion. God's been speaking to me about that, his compassion for me. And just yesterday I, I bought this human body book from Audi because I wanted to um, just about praying for healing for people. And I was reading a little bit about conception and I was, I was writing those words out of Psalm 139 and about conception. So that was so interesting to hear what the other ladies were saying too about in a womb. Yes, yeah, so there you go. That's me. Thanks, Jen. One of the things God's been talking to me about lately is that we're co-creators with God, you know, that we co-create with him. And obviously one of the main ways you know, he says to us, be fruitful and multiply. You know, in that that creation of new life, we co-create with him because there's our part to play in that. Obviously, there's his part to play in that as well. So that that beautiful thing that God's doing in that place um, of around conception and then the the growth and the development of of each one. There's some stuff there he's obviously wanting to unpack this morning. So thank you, Jane. For sharing that, Stuart, let's go to you. There you go, guys. Uh, yeah, look, I concentrated on uh, verse three for I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Um, I don't always have to hide them, but they, <laughs> they are all very evident. <laughs> and, uh, um, they're probably the ones that I go, oh, yeah, 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 and then put them to, uh, put them to one side. But uh, God's been saying, you know, uh, I'm too easily distracted. Uh, I'm too independent. I want to do things um, not just my way, but in yeah, in an independent way, just without referencing him and asking him for his help and his ability. But my lack of trust in his provision for my life, I mean, thinking, okay, yeah, look, I can look at other people and go, yep, um, how about some more of that, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a lack of thankfulness on my part in that sense. Um, look, the lust of my flesh, comfort, uh, you know, binge eating. I, I, look, I'm not a big bloke, but at the same time, I still go to the cupboard and still pull out the stuff out of the cupboard. It's like it's so accessible. That's that's easy to do for me. Uh, lack of self-control, limiting the power of God in my life and lack of trust in doing things in my own strength. And then I've got that tension of um, working or wanting more of God but not wanting to pay the price to go that goes with that. That's a really big one for me. That um, I want more power from God, but he goes, yeah, but I want more from you. And that's, that's a tension that I always seem to have. Um, how much am I going to surrender? How much is God going to give? What's it going to cost me? Um, that's a big one for me. Stuart, thank you for your openness today and sharing those, what you have shared. You, you, um, you know, there's times when I led a session where we just sit and just ask God to show us what, you know, what is in our life. And most of the times it's, it's, it's little things like what you've shared, you know, which which shows to me how much God loves us and cares for us. 
Ed says to us, hey, you know, there's things that we need to work together on. And he's highlighting those things not to berate you or put you down, mm-hmm. to say, hey, let's work together on this. Let's see this. Yeah, because, yeah, and you don't know what he's preparing you for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do that as well. So thank you, Stuart, uh, for sharing those things. That's really good. Shaney. We actually can hear you, Shane. Can you hear me? We can now, yes. Yeah, so it's like repenting of autopiloting for what you usually do, because I love routine, don't get me wrong. Uh, Routine, you know, it's like routine does not need to listen. You just do things for me and what you think without asking me. So stop assuming uh, that it will be the same, which have no involvement in its steps. So I feel like, you know, remember, living, trusting me and interdependent with me. So I also have to stop doubting and that's need to stop because it's like what she said, it's what he said. So repent of your unbelief because I even researched the meaning of unbelief or doubting. It's actually inclination not to believe or to accept or to claim it with doubt. So it's actually really putting the leg into boats when you are doubting because you're like, you pray what it is, but you also have doubt at the same time. So it's, um, yeah, so all those things. So, and it's like, remember, uh, there's nothing you can do either. So remember, walk as I'm not rushing and I'm not in a hurry. Mary, sit at my feet and stop marching Martha here and there doing this and that and do things together with me and don't do things for him. Thank you, Shani. That's really good. <laughs> Is it? It's just where you said don't assume, you know, don't assume that we can do the stuff that we used to be able to do, even, even when Christ, because God's taking us on to new things, you're doing that. That's really good. Jackie. Hey, I'm, hey. I'm sort of also a little bit, <laughs> you know, God's been speaking to me. So, but the, some things did jump out, um, like some, some, several others. You know, that one where, um, oh, let me just find it. You know, how he's saying he was sinful from from birth type, or from being in the, just being, being, being when he was in the womb, but also that God taught him wisdom there. And there's something about that that, you know, um, I don't know, it's something about God imparting wisdom. It's something that we we get from God and it's something that we need to learn. It's not something we're born with, if that makes sense. Um, I think the other thing God was saying to me, it's a matter of the heart and everything to do with this passage is, you know, God is all about our heart and um, uh, the, I guess the other thing that jumped out to me was the cleansing of his soul and I will be clean, wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. And I was looking at uh, why, you know, hyssop was so important. Obviously, it was used as the part of the Jewish Passover, um, but also it was a plant that was used in connection with, um, had a cleansing effect with plagues, leprosy, uh, and chest ailments. So it was a symbolic sort of thing, as well as it did have some healing properties. Um, so these are my scattered thoughts. So just bear with me. I'm just pulling it all together. 
Uh, and then this whole thing of, um, you know, having a steadfast spirit and, but what Shani was saying, a routine or being consistent. And he was asking God, give me a re renew, a steadfast spirit within me. And then he talked about, in that was in verse 10, uh, and then, you know, obviously do not cast from me your presence, which is really important to him, uh, or take the Holy Spirit from me and restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit. So this set steadfastness, this willingness, you know, so that he could be sustained. Um, and then the, uh, the final thought I had was um, in verse 14, it says, deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God. So he murdered a man. You know, and in those days, murder was, well, I don't know, you were cast out into another city, I think. So, you know, it is quite a serious crime that he was guilty of. And, um, yeah, it's something like God exchanged his blood for, you know, the bloodshed. And, yeah, just all the symbolism, I guess, through the passages really struck me. Yeah. And that, once again, coming back to the heart, you know, God wants a contrite heart, a willing heart. Anyway, that's a bit scattered gun this morning. <laughs> no, but it's good, Jackie. It is um, because it, like it talks about David that he was a man after his own heart. You know, David's heart was one that sought after God and God saying that to you, you know, it's about, hey, your heart is one that seeks after me. And we may not get everything right, you know, and we're not going to get everything right, you know, but it, it I, I like the way God speak to you about your steadfastness and your willingness, you know, because sometimes we've just got to get up and we've just got to do what needs to be done that day yeah. to move forward. And having that steadfastness is really good. Um, thank you, Jackie Megan. Um, yes, this is very good because it's the first day I left today, um, so it's a very good um, one to do. And I woke up in the middle of the night, actually, at 2 o'clock in the morning with um, just something I'd handled badly, and I came and read your thing, and that was the beginning of my listening prayer at 2 o'clock this morning. <laughs> so last night God gave me stop your murmurings, and he spoke to me about strife, unforgiveness, and pride, so I, I got quite a lecture. Um, and then this morning when I came in and I reread this, um, it was really good. And the song really spoke very much to me. And so this morning he spoke to me on trust me. Oh, and he spoke to me last night about reverencing your parents and don't murmur against them, even when they do annoying things. Um, so he just don't murmur against. It was really because I've been teaching much. We're doing Proverbs 1. I'm teaching my children Proverbs 1. Um, so then it all spoke back to me. I had to look at myself. So um, this morning he gave me, trust me, don't allow issues to overwhelm me. Come to me first, seek my wisdom. Trust me, stop going into your own strength. You know what to do. We have been through this many times. I always give you the victory. Let's start again, is what he gave me this morning. And the scripture that spoke to me this morning was, the bones that you have broken may rejoice. And I just thought of a you know, if we break a bone and don't go to the doctor, it heals wrong. And sometimes they have to re-break them. And I just think sometimes when we take bring things to God, like I had to this morning, 
he re-breaks it and straightens it back out again. So I just, yeah, so that's what came to me this morning. Megan, I love the way God speaks to you. Like at, at all of us, like, isn't it? It's just like he's saying, hey, let's look. Yes, there's things here, but I'm not, I'm pointing things out to you for your good. You know, I'm not berating you. I'm not tearing you down. I want your bones to sing again. You know, I want you to be in a place for me. So that's, that's, that's really good. <laughs> and I just love how God works it all together uh, in doing that, which is really good. Thank you so much. Fiona, last but not least today. <laughs> Morning, everybody. Um, it was quite fascinating to hear. Um, I was... I have had very scattered thoughts and at the very end I got a, a quick download. So it was the opposite of what normally happens. But um, yeah, I focused on um, the fact that David said that God had judged rightly and that he had sinned. And he talked about sin, iniquity and transgressions. He didn't leave anything out. And I thought that was a bit of a lesson for me. He didn't leave anything out about when he was acknowledging what he had done before God. Um but then he focused, the interesting thing for me in this whole thing, he's, he then focused on who God was and is. He talked of God's mercy and his tender mercies, he called them, and loving kindness. I looked up loving kindness and it said giving, uh, in the biblical sense, it was like giving oneself fully with love and compassion. The initial uh, definition was tenderness and consideration towards others. But I thought this giving oneself fully with love and compassion. I thought about that in relation of with God to us. He gives himself fully to us with love and compassion. He gave Christ fully. I was just a bit blown away by that. With his tender mercies and his loving kindness, he gives himself fully to us and, and all the time. I also then jumped across to revivals and thought that they were preceded by prayer and praise and desperate crying out to God, knowing how good he is and declaring it. Uh, then I jumped across to God again, so it was a, a bit of a patchwork this morning, thinking about again, and it resonated with one of the women uh, that just said that um, look at what God does in the situation when you sin. Uh, he creates, he restores, he upholds, he delivers. He does everything. And again, that ties in with a loving kindness. He gives himself fully with love and compassion. So then I had a direct download after all that. Uh, God said, I want you to remain in the place of knowing that you cannot do it alone. You need to be brave and bold. Deal severely with sin before it deals severely with you. Don't offer excuse or put yourself in the way of temptation. Know that when you are broken and contrite, there I am. That is where I can work. That's where change comes. That's where you are fully surrendered to me. And then this was new. Don't be exhausted by the hurting or surprised by new trials. Lean further into me. Forgive, love and trust yourself and others. Remember, nothing is hidden from me. So that was this morning. Wow.
God's really spoken to us today, hasn't he? Thank you for that, Fiora. Like it's, it's, you know, some. <laughs> what I'm trying to say. I've seen some messages and things coming through lately that comes. It looks like people just see God as this big ogre in the sky, you know, and so, you know, you can't see, you can't do all that. But actually, what it is is an invitation to a better life in Him, and it, he He's actually pointing these out. And and as so as Sue points out, and you as well, that there is so much action words for us in this passage. What do you say? He creates, he upholds, he restores, he delivers. He is doing all those things. But it's us having that heart posture to come to him and say, hey, God, I need to confess my sins to you. I need to say this to you. He's waiting for us to do that. But when we uh, when we come to him, he says, okay, now I can move. Now I can do these things and now I can get going. So this, what an invitation from the Father this morning to us to say, hey, let's do this. Thank you so much for allowing God to speak to each one of you uh, today. Um, just before we finish off, a couple of things. I sent out an email that um, this Saturday night uh, at the old Albert Street Uniting Church in Brisbane, um, there's a guy from the uh, prayer 24-7 uh, coming Brian Heasley, um, who's seen amazing things uh, of God in Ibiza, you know, one of the most um, party cities in Europe. Um, but I just thought they are, they're conscious of some of the stuff that's happening of Asbury and saying, hey, let's have a night of praise and worship. And it's in the Albert Street United, which is the center of the city. So if you're free to come from seven to nine to that. And then next Wednesday, Dean Briggs is in town. Um I know these things are late notice, but they seem to be being put on late notice and they've been put on by others, not by me. But um, so Dean talks about the Ecclesia. He talks about what is uh, what is the end time prayer uh, focus that we should be having. So there's two sessions. There's a pastor's leaders in the morning, but actually that's open to anybody uh, to come. And then the night session at, um, so the morning session is at International City Church in Newmarket. And then the night session is at New Hope Church uh, at Kelvin Grove. So the details are there. And if you need any questions about those, let me know. Well, let's pray. Hey, Jesus, we just thank you for what you did on the cross for us so that we can come and be cleansed, be healed, be delivered. Lord, that even our broken bones shall be restored and sing for joy again. Thank you for that steadfastness that you're giving us. Thank you for that willingness that you're giving us. Thank you that you're opening our lips, Lord, that we may declare your praise. Thank you, Lord, that you are wanting to prosper us, to build up the walls of Jerusalem, that you take delight in us. Lord, I pray that each one would have an encounter with you today, that you would just embrace them, Father, with your love, restore them, heal them, deliver them, set them free to be who you've called them to be in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow. (laughs) 
Uh, Shady, I just saw your comment. Deal with sins before sin deals with you. <laughs> so powerful. Invitation today. Thank you guys so much. Bless you. Thank and you. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Liz. Thank you.